Why did you send a match.com thing to us this morning, Ben? <laughs> no, I, I followed it up that? with, I, I don't know, I don't know how that came up. Well, it was, I was, there was part of the thing I was looking at that had this thing on dating as well. So I guess it must have copied a link in there, but I, I hit send and I'm like, match up, what the fuck? Yeah, there's like all so. these great show ideas and bit ideas and then a match.com fucking link. Yeah. Like, I was hoping it was going to be your profile. <laughs> just to no. see you with a wig on would fucking just make my morning. Yeah. <laughs> it would make mine too. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVee, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. So Amanda and I are endeavoring to uh, do some homemade gifts this year, right? Ooh! Um, every year, every every year we do something for Christmas, and uh, this year we've gone and purchased these little strands of uh, twinkle lights that are about a foot long, and they're attached to a fake cork, and you jam them into a bottle, and it makes a nice little decorative knickknack for your cool, bookshelf yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <clears throat> got um, a lot of open bottles of wine to do that, though. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is is through my my connections in the junk world now. Oh, uh, oh yeah, quite a few, quite a few um, uh, bottles. <laughs> there, there's some very interesting bottles out there. For oh, example, cool. for example, uh, now I know this is a podcast. We're on camera together, so it'll be hard to do. But guys, if you want to describe what you're seeing, feel free to jump <laughs> in. There's, there's one video. in particular. There's there's one in particular. That uh, the last one that I'm going to ask, I'm not going to describe it. I want you guys to do your best, okay? So sure. you, we'll start off with stuff like this. This is just your average. Oh, that's tall, really cool. It's like tall wicker. wine bottle. It's like in a wicker. It's got a handle. So that's kind of neat. You can kind of like see what the, what the yeah. Mm. Uh, you'll kind of see you can kind of see how the twinkle lights will look good in there, right? Yeah, so, sure. <clears throat> we've got that one. Next up, an actual bottle. Uh, it was a brandy. Uh, sorry, a cherry wine that has an actual clock in it. You like you 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 wind it up. It it it's a clock. It it works. It tells you how long you've been drinking. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, maybe. You know they don't have clocks in bars for a reason because they don't want well, people knowing how long they've been sitting there. Here's the thing though. It does it it winds up, right? <laughs> but it's like a, one of the old one of the old. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to wind it up. Pocket watches. That's so Pocket. cool. And there's an like alarm, alarm clock. There's an alarm on it. There Time is. for drinking. What? Time for drinking. So, <laughs> it's set to five o'clock. Okay, so there's there's that one. Nine thirty a.m. Next up, we if have. Got, if your watch is a bottle of wine, it's safe to say that you don't need an alarm to tell you when to start drinking. It's just it's just up and That's at true. it. That's true. Uh, next up is a, uh, I don't know where this is from. It's an I aperitif. It's like swap it's, shop. I know. <laughs> Isn't it great? It's, it's pretty a, awesome. It's, a, it's, an, it's, an, it's an aperitif called Crema Marsala. Mm. It, it comes in a baby bottle. Uh, this mock baby bottle called the Baby Bomba. That is so wildly inappropriate for wow. yeah, it, now it says it says a number of things uh, it says a number of things on it um, in in various in various languages I'll read some of the English uh, entries to you here I'll take drinking milk when I grow up uh, I've got no vices uh, and this one my favorite weaning is a long thickish thing. 
What? So, sorry, not thickish, ticklish. Weaning, <laughs> Either weaning way. is a long ticklish thing. And the bottom one, uh, there's a bit of baby in all of us. It's, it's, oh, my so that's, God. That's the baby bomba. Now, next that's is the one, amazing. guys, finally. Hold on. I'm not ready to move on from that yeah. one just yet. What the, the hell is that? It's a, it's called crema marsala. I've never well, heard of it. You guys take a picture of that, put that if, up on our page. Sure, for sure. If you want to have a look at, uh, if, if somebody wants to Google it right now, it's, cre- hang on, the print is baby, really small. C-R-E-M-A. M-A-R-S-A-L-A. So it's a liquor. Like, what percentage liquor? I, I don't know, guys. It's from another mm. co- It's obviously from another country, yeah. and I, yeah. I don't know which one. So there's no, there's no measure of proof on here. There's measurements, too, I guess, as to how much, like a baby bottle, how much of the <laughs> crema marsala you've actually been drinking. That's... Wow. All right. So there's wow. the baby bomba. This one I'm just going to ask you to describe. Okay? If anybody wants to take the lead on this, tell me what you see here. It's big. He's got two hands. What the fuck is that? Big tall thing? <laughs> it looks like some it's, sort of whoa, like almost this, like a, an Indian this, guys. This is a bottle. sculpture. So, yeah, so like it, a it, Shiva type. Yeah, and it, it, the, the neck of the bottle looks like a spine, and there's like a person sitting next to it. Yeah, I don't really understand. It's like one of those, like it's the like bottom one of, those of a palm tree, circle of friends that sculptures you see in everybody's okay. house. And then there's this like, big, there's this big basket at the bottom. Looks, yeah, I guess that that kind of looks like a peace pipe when you hold it that way, right? Yeah, but what um, the fuck. So anyway, that uh, that too is a bottle. It's empty. I don't know what was in it, but uh, very cool blood. Yeah. Probably there you go. Oh, wait, here, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 babies, <laughs> guys. This was uh, if you want to look this one up. This was a bottle of. Nochino. Nochino. N-O-C-I-N-O. N-O-C-I-N-O. Homemade walnut liqueur. Homemade what? It's black. It's black walnut liqueur. Is Ooh. what Nochino is. Black walnut, like the ones that land on the ground in the fall and turn <laughs> all don't black. Know. Oof. Okay. So anyway, that's what? uh, that's what's up here for Christmas. The Very cool. Liqueur. It's a bunch of different kinds of walnuts. You can use whatever walnuts you want, I guess. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, you have to make your own, though. You can't, uh, <laughs> you yeah. can't buy. Oh, though, they sell it at the liquor store. Never mind. <laughs> My bad. The, 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 baby, the baby bomba stays with me, though. Only that because is, that is a, that's a conversation piece, that one. Right that's there. ridiculous. That's insane. So it's, it's, it's essentially a liquor you, bottle disguised as a, a child's baby, baby bottle. Milk child's bottle. body f- bottle full of milk. And it's got yeah. some weirdly sexually suggestive yeah. dialogue on it, um, and there's, there's no idea, no con- no description of what's inside it. So European, there's, I love I'll it. I'll try. I'll try yeah. my. I'll try my German. Mein Alter Junge trinks <laughs> dur etwas. Wow. Mind yeah. alter. There you go. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. This. I don't know what language this is. non la de abere nessuno. <laughs> Chucha espada. Who yeah, knows you what you're getting? <laughs> Baby bomb. When you when you said you had connections in the junk world, I was like, oh, I wonder what kind of weird shit you'd be able to find. And and you really Money. didn't disappoint on those. Yeah, ones. No. all of those ones were like super interesting and weird. <laughs> Buddy, I know that's that's why I'm t- I'm that telling really you that's that's through. that's my new job title, urban prospector. <laughs> fucking, you find some <laughs> one person's trash, eh? <laughs> man, oh man, the baby bomba. Very That's, cool. That is that is funny. Now, so, 
stats would suggest, gentlemen, that if I were to post pictures of these bottles in succession and start picking up my uh, photo posts to the point of annoying people on Facebook, there's a very good chance I will be unfriended. It is National Unfriend Day. It is the ultimate insult. (laughs) All the shit that's online. It's time time to thin the herd, as it were. How many Facebook friends do you gentlemen have? That's a great question. I'm going to find that out right now. I have no idea. Okay, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. If you've got the answer off the top of your head, you're spending way too much time. (laughs) I have a lot. Yeah, if you're within four on your guess, that's disturbing. Yeah. I have How many do 731 I have? Oh, wow. friends on Facebook. Now, can I ask you a question? Percentage-wise, mm-hmm. how many of those would you call actual friends? None of them. Not a single one. I have, I have, <laughs> I have 266. So you have 500 more than I do. I have uh, 1,625. Oh, radio life, eh? But that's radio life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My percentage, I was thinking about this, and I, I don't know if you guys want to play along. I don't know if it's a percentage. Like, I would say the number of people, out of that 1,625, the number of people that I have what I would call regular contact. So let's say, what would that be? Once a month, at least? Sure. Yeah, once a month sounds pretty okay. regular. I would be in and around 25 of the 1,625. I mean, there's so there's, there's the band and you guys, that's six. There's my wife and kids, that's 10. Uh. Uh, you know, my immediate family, sisters, siblings, parents, that kind of thing probably accounts for another... Four or five. I mean, our family isn't much linked by Facebook, but uh, and then and then you know, tack in some friends and and such, and yeah, probably around twenty twenty five would be regular regularly contacted people, and then to go further to say people I would have contact with maybe once a year, uh, you know, in the six to, yeah once or twice a year, you'd probably bump that list up to maybe a hundred, mm. maybe. Mm. You know, and, and by interaction, I mean, you know, I saw some post from somebody in high school or whatever and thought that was interesting. So I made a comment and said, hope you're doing well. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I probably get to bump the list up to about a buck, buck and a quarter. And beyond that, who are these people? <laughs> How many of those people uh, out of the 16? So we'll, we'll whittle out the family, the 25. So that you got 1,600 left. How many of those 1,600 would you help move like a, a sofa bed on your day off or paint oh, their house? Shit. Uh, <laughs> boy, if I had to guess. Not even the yeah. 25 family. No, no, yeah. tack on another Tack on another 25. Oh, you're helpful. You're a helpful guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, ben, ben does do quite a bit of, like, helping around other people. He's a lot, he's a lot more, uh, he's a lot nicer than I am. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a natural <laughs> grunt. Yeah. I'm gonna make yeah a, I'm you gonna like make helping it, people out. I'm going to make a change. I'm going to make a change in my life, I think. So if anybody that is on my friends list needs any help, give Benny a call. And he'll uh, <laughs> well, well played, well played. Uh, here's so you, uh, do you guys, do you guys ever? So, so it's National Unfriend Day. I, yeah. Do you have you guys ever done that? Um, that sweep through of yeah. your friends list. Oh, yeah. I've Benny never done. I've never done. No. Yeah. Well, obviously, I have never done the the call. I've never yeah. done that. You know, yeah. uh, the Facebook added the uh, the little 
additional thing where you can you, you don't unfriend them you just unfollow them so it's like so they I'm don't your, show I'm up still your friend i just don't ever want to hear anything okay. you have to say <laughs> i have i have done an unfollow purge <laughs> yes yeah i you have, have done that so you have to yeah <laughs> For sure. Here, here's, here's some quick stats. Um, Election, 50, elections oh, bring those up for me. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the thing is um, I, I think I'll get to this at some point. I've got one of these facts in here uh, as to why people get unfriended. But anyway, uh, here's I'll just throw some of these at you and see if these do anything. Here's the reason, by the way, uh, you got maybe Match.com in my post because this is from <laughs> Match.com. So 55 uh, percent of uh, uh, people say their biggest social media pet peeve is someone asking them to unfriend an ex. That's your biggest pet peeve? I don't know that anybody's ever actually asked me to do that. I think I've done it before would, just out of yeah. courtesy, but I don't think I've ever anyone's ever been like, "Hey, you have to do that." That's a little that's See, a little that, wild. that's a thing is is that friendships in social media have carried over much like friendships in real life when it comes to breakups. Yeah. You know, because ultimately, if you stop talking to that person in in person or stop contacting them or or cease all contact, you're basically unfriending them, are you not? Mm. Yeah. My you mean, I I I don't Facebook is what, like 16 years old or something like that. And um, I've been with my wife for 15 years, so I never experienced the like breaking up and unfriending people and unfriending exes on Facebook because I've been. In a, in a relationship the entire time social media has been around, essentially. 30, 33% of Facebook teens are ready to unfriend their parents. And that's a small sample size. What fucking teenagers using Facebook right now? Sorry. Yeah. For, as, for, social, for social media, it took me like 10 years to even add like members of my family on Facebook. <laughs> Everyone kept sending me requests. And I'm like, no, like I don't want you. I don't want to see you uh, here. And I, yeah, and I don't want you to see my stuff. Like, leave me alone. You know what I mean? Like, and then yeah. I did eventually. Like, my I, I followed my mom. Like, my mom followed me and stuff. And it was a big. It was a big mistake. Over half of teens. <laughs> over half of teens avoid their parents on Facebook. I don't think it goes any differently for adult children. To tell you the truth, no. Facebook you know is a lot that, different than than it was before when I when I was really using it back in the day. Like. You know, it would be pretty uncommon to see your parents on Facebook for for a lot of the beginning portions of it. And then, you know, they started they started going on and sharing all their, you know, I think I'm pretty parent stuff. Yeah, I think I'm pretty cool. I think my kids are going to want to definitely follow me and stuff on social media when they get older because I'm a, I'm a cool parent, just like all the other parents that think they're cool. Um <laughs> Uh, the most uh, five, top five groups of people most likely to be unfriended on Facebook: your high school uh, high school friends, friends of a friend, work friends, and common interest friends. And the most common reason, for, oh, here we go, uh, for unfriending someone from high school is that the person has posted polarizing comments, often about religion. Or politics. That's yeah, a killer. There there, if there's something, if there's something that gets you an unfriend for me, it's just a <laughs> a revoltingly chasm-like <laughs> schism between the two of us 
obviously in a political sense that you've posted something mm-hmm. just so absolutely stupid <laughs> that I just I I really why were we friends in the first place? <laughs> yeah, how did you how did you crack my 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 how tech list you, of sixteen hundred? <laughs> yeah, that's right. How'd you get in here with these sixteen hundred and twenty four other people? Do you um, you don't have to say names or anything, obviously, but is, do you have any examples of somebody that you just had to drop because they were like saying some wacky ass shit online? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah what are they I, saying? I just, oh, it just racist, very oh, okay. right, right wing uh, sort of stuff that I, I just I, I couldn't I couldn't take. So that was the end of that. For me, like I, I've I've unfollowed people. This I really don't care anymore because because I'll just unfollow them. I, w- I won't just like unfriend them. Usually, I'll just like not follow them anymore. So yeah. I don't have to see their bullshit. Um, but yeah, I just remember at one point there was like everyone was just like. Just some people just post too much. Mm. I think I think that and and it's not interesting to me at right. all. And they just flood my timeline with like like you know sometimes somebody goes to the, to an apple orchard and they're bad. You know how some people are just really bad at taking pictures. Remember me they, lo- they remember me losing time. it on Halloween. Like I don't give a shit what your kid's costume looks like. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. the same sort of thing. Exactly. But yeah. you would get like, you know, so the, there were instances for sure of people like over the years where where they would post just over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, like it's 10 times a day. And it's like, all right, that's enough. Like, I, I can't I, I can't be a, I can't be a part of this anymore. And I just had to cut them loose. You know what I mean? But a couple, um, the, a couple yeah, more I, quick things. Sorry, sorry go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I like the the snooze option, which is the other mm-hmm. thing that they do. So you can unfriend, which is you just let that's it. You're fucking done with that person. You can unfollow, which means you're still friends. You just don't care what they say. Or you can snooze them, which is basically shh. For the next 30 days, I don't want to hear your shit. And then Ooh, I like after, 30, after 30 days, they pop back up again. You're like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. I remember but why I there snoozed are, you. There are people who are going to get snoozes like I hit them in the morning. Like just, uh, okay, 30, <laughs> 30 days wasn't enough. You know, yeah, my 10-minute snooze you. wasn't enough. Yeah. I'm hitting the snooze again. Yeah, I think it goes in that order, too. That's the hierarchy of social media insult. You've been snoozed. Now you've been unfollowed. Now you've been unfriended. <laughs> like, right. that, that's it. We're done. Um, it's, it's like the it's like the Doug Ford COVID green light red light bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You're in red. You're in the red. You're in the red zone, my friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, my people unfriend. Who put, people who put uh, too many photos on their Facebook risk damaging real life relationships because uh, people other than very close friends and relatives don't seem to relate well to those who constantly share photos of themselves. It's worth remembering mm. that the information we post on our, to our friends on Facebook actually is viewed by a lot of different categories of people, partners, friends, family, colleagues, and acquaintances. And each group seems to take a different uh, view of the information shared. A couple other real quick ones for you here. Uh, let's see. Uh, fa- 50% of our Facebook contacts are not real life friends. 50%. Way more for me. Uh, 28% say they are friends with almost all of their Facebook friends. Oh. I think I think that's where I need to get is down to around a quarter. Well, that would mean I still have four hundred real life friends. But that's bullshit. Yeah, twenty five percent of people. It's funny that you went in that direction. You're not like you know what I'm going to try and make friends with all my sixteen hundred friends. Yeah. You're like nah, I'm going to pare that shit down a little bit. Ten <laughs> percent uh, of people say they are not friends with seventy five percent. Of their Facebook contacts. That's getting closer to me. Twenty uh, percent of people have actually five close friends. Seven percent have ten. So there you go. Hmm. 
That's all my stats for this thing. Stats, anyway. stats, yeah. stats, 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 and more stats. I, Social media is—it's just—it's just crazy how how I mean we talked about it too before about uh, Mark the Mark was saying with that that uh, the social dilemma documentary but like all it's just crazy how how much social media has just changed the way that we interact with other people and like all it, it's added a bunch of you know new social obligations that you have to do or you're a jerk you know what I mean like if you don't like. If it's if 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 there if it's somebody's birthday, for example, and like even if it's somebody that's like so so far disconnected, and you don't wish them happy birthday, and it's somebody you haven't seen in five years, like they'll they'll get upset at you. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's just like mm. all of these things that like normally it wouldn't be something that that uh, well, the one that gets me is after the birthday when the. <laughs> When the person posts and you haven't wished them happy birthday because you just yeah. I don't know you're fucking busy I don't I don't know and then you see the post the next day which is them thanking everybody for all the birthday wishes and then you feel even worse because it's like somebody walking into the room and being like hey everybody except for you thank you for uh, wishing me happy birthday yesterday you're like fuck oh yeah I missed it sorry happy birthday. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You wouldn't do that in person, eh? Like, you wouldn't show up at work the next day and say, hey, listen, everybody, thanks. Meanwhile, there's, you know, fucking Bill in the corner who clearly is being singled out. He wasn't there yesterday. But he's clearly being singled out on purpose, you know? (laughs) So, so Ben, I I, 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 uh, know that you you mentioned that you're doing some DIY decorations or whatever. And I've been meaning to follow up to see because last time we talked about Christmas decorations, you said that you know you were getting pressured to to put them up a little bit early and i was wondering if they're up yet no not, not yet, up eh? yet not right. a one wow still fighting eh not a, nice. still still fighting her. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking i'm thinking this is the weekend coming up yeah cool. the yeah, first I, ghost came and visited him last night the ghost of christmas past <laughs> yeah yeah, no, I'm still fighting her, but uh, it's. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess it's time to get them up. So probably this weekend. I would imagine. Uh, I got the outside lights on. Oh, you got the outside lights on. Yeah, How did I did the go? outside ones. Oh, so I have. I have a process now where I don't even need any clips. It's all just a matter of tension, and I know exactly how I do it every year. It's five, it's a six year now and I know exactly how tight to pull the cord and where to kind of loop them on. I don't mm. have to use a clip or a zip tie or anything. Mm, it's all just amazing. held in that's place. Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Sweet. Hmm. Yeah, what, Ben, what are you starting with? Do you know? What do you mean? Like, are you going to do the tree? You're going to do like the like, like what's the first? What's the first thing you gotta you gotta get going? Like, do you have like a bunch of stuff too that you're going to be putting up? Like, well, the tree is and the, the ben, tree. And, and the tree is the first. My question. <laughs> my my question to you is, what what second? What. I, <laughs> what are you talking about? No. <laughs> we, we actually, we really don't go overboard that much. I mean, you know, we're, we're in an upstairs apartment, right? So we don't, yeah, do, yeah, out, yeah, we yeah. don't do outdoor lights. Um, we do, yeah, we do the tree and then we do, I don't know, candles and shit. Like, it's not, it's definitely oh, not all over the house. Buddy, it's, you got you to gotta come to my house. Honestly, when my wife starts bringing up the fucking boxes from the basement, oh. it's like it's like Elizabeth Taylor just fucking moved in. <laughs> like, what is in that case? Like, there is so much stuff. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. No, my parents, they, they have a team of engineers that comes in every yeah. year. There's, there's yeah, people working the night. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. There's people working the night shift who are decorating that house. It's nuts. Uh, I, I take a more uh, reserved approach. 
it's the putting it away. I just, I look at it all oh. around the house for a couple of weeks and I like it and it's colorful and it's nice and the girls love it. And, but then it's just like, uh, fuck all those empty boxes coming back up and then you can't just put it all in there. It all has to be wrapped individually in fucking paper and. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, you know, for the record, when my kids were younger, we decorated a bit more. Right. Like they're all older now. They're either not here or they don't give a shit. So you weren't always a miserable old curmudgeon. (laughs) No, not always. That's just what you know. No, but seriously, why, why, why do all the work? You just said it yourself. I hate putting it away. And so do I. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, putting it up's nice, but taking it down, now it's like, you know, the second week of January, it's cold as fuck outside. I don't want to be climbing up on my roof January 10th, yeah. which is it's why like, I always used to wait till May. It's like <laughs> birthday. It's like birthdays and weddings and really any celebration. Like, it's just a lot of fucking effort for like one day. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> you're, not mm-hmm. to, you're not supposed to agree with me, Pat. <laughs> I think the Jehovah's it's Witness uh, religion is just based on laziness. Like, ah, Christmas, that's just it's a yeah. lot of fucking work. <laughs> you know what? We don't believe in that. <laughs> Halloween? Mm, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, so, we, um, I mean, we, we, oh, we don't have the travel schedule that we used to have either. Right? Christmas when, because uh, mm. Amanda's stepdad and dad have both passed on. So that has lightened the load a little bit in terms of the travel. We used to have like five destinations yeah. all out of town. It was yeah. brutal when the kids were young and people were, you know, still alive. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's still, it, it's it's a little bit better now, but it's still, it's a grind. It is. It's really a great. I like the time. I, my favorite time is the time between. But my favorite day, Christmas day is Boxing Day. I love Boxing Day. Yeah. The tw- you know, the 27th, those couple days after where you get to just take a friggin' breather. World Juniors and all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. I'm down with that. It's going to be interesting this year for sure, not to not to dive into the COVID stuff, but like it's possible that because we're limited to our group sizes or gathering sizes it might you might have to forego your relaxing boxing day to, to to spread around the travel a little bit more you know what i mean depending that's on true. how it goes so yeah that's that's very yeah. true we're yeah, definitely last year we uh, were doing that a lot too where we, we we traveled from like one house to the next to the next to the next and i don't know that we'll do that this year but uh yeah you know it, it'll be interesting to see how people adapt you know we have one, uh, only one guest. My my aunt, who's seventy nine, is is declining the invite this year, which is kind of a bummer. I mean, you know, mm. she's she's been around. I was saying because I, I went and visited her a couple weeks ago, and I said, you know, it just dawned on me on the drive up here. You're the only person in my life who, other than my mom, has been around for every Christmas I've been alive. Which she she kind of went, holy shit. You know what? You're right. Hmm. So that's uh, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of a bummer that she won't be there, but I fully understand why. Yeah, it's a lot of precaution. I mean, I was just looking before we started the show today. I had a chart, and I mean, I'm sure every single time there's been any sort of group gathering event in uh, over the past uh, COVID COVID months, uh, you usually see that spike two weeks later, and of course, fucking Thanksgiving, and then you see the big spike for for uh, Canada wide, uh, literally two weeks after uh, after that. So. It's uh, be safe. You know, I mean, we're, we're we're waiting until like December 22nd before we make any decision about whether or not we're going to see my parents. Uh, even if we do, it's going to be probably just a driveway, drop off some presents and maybe have some hot chocolate on the driveway and then drive back. And that's a long fucking way to drive just for a 15 minute or half an hour visit. But uh, to see people over the holidays, it's important. So, 
Wow. Yeah, no, I, I don't go that far. I'm definitely going to my mom's on Christmas Day. That's that's just a given. I'm not staying away from that or anything like that. I mean, we're going to have, what, uh, <laughs> four, seven, nine people. So that's kind of, that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think you're hoping that everything gets brought back down to like who knows how it's all going to play out or whatever, but like yeah, it, it's it's interesting and people are already starting to make think about those decisions and 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 figure it out right now and yeah, you know it's 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 it'll be curious to see how it all plays out for sure. Did you? I don't know if you guys did you guys watch the Masters? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't I watch any of it. I kind of followed mm. along and and on radio updates and stuff like that. But no, why mm. would I miss? No, Paul, I mean it was Paulina it was Gretzky, good. That's what you missed. Yeah, <laughs> hmm? Paulina Gretzky coming out to uh, to hug the winner at the end. That's what you missed. Oh, how was that? <laughs> Fantastic! It was it was, it it was, was, a it good was hug. worth watching golf all afternoon. Uh huh. <laughs> it's so so. What was different about this one was obviously the, the Augusta in November is not yeah. the the conditions that they're used to playing. So. Um, Typically, from from what I gathered, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch too too much of it, but but um, the course was softer because it wasn't as hot. So these right. guys were were from what I've heard, the way that Augusta uh, the, the way that Augusta is supposed to play is that it's it's really difficult to stick shots on the greens because of the way that it's built. But the people were able to to kind of do that. So Dustin Johnson, he he, he won with minus twenty for the tournament, which is a, a ter- like a course record. Yeah. Um, which was crazy. But um, also, though, that happened that was kind of a little bit lost in Masters Week, I think, um, is HBO uh, announced a new Tiger Woods documentary that's going to be releasing in January 2021. Cool. In be the same vein as that, that Michael Jordan documentary. Okay. Very cool. So the question is. How far do you think that that they go? Like, how how far do you think do they do you think they're they're going to be? Because this this looks like it's called Tiger. Um, the trailer's out now. Maybe we can post it up on our on our Facebook page later on today. Um, and it, it features a lot of, of of interviews with Tiger Woods. It's a lot of interviews with his friends. Do you think that they're they're going to dive into the whole scandal with him yes. getting like? Do you think they're going to do like a dramatic recreation of him getting hit with a golf club? Or <laughs> well, Jeez. I mean, for for me to have any interest in it, it's not just I'm after the smut, but I mean, it's a big part of the story. You can't course, just do everything yeah. that led up to the affair. Right, like that yeah. was that was amazing. That that's all the whole part of the story is the co- the career arc. I mean, he was just on an upward trajectory, and everything fell apart as soon as his marriage did. I mean, you know, I, I would definitely be interested. I, I want to hear about the rise and the fall, not just the rise. Yeah. I guess is and is then the point. rise again because he is. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's he's not back to being Tiger the way he was, but he no. is. Uh, he's a hell of a golfer still, and he's, no, he's competitive. Yeah, sure. And, and if you, if, well, put it, put it this way. I mean, the guy hasn't been competitive. He won the Masters last year, but he hasn't been competitive for quite a long time. Yeah. I yep. mean, you know, he's usually, he, he, he doesn't make the cut all that often. But mm-hmm. I mean, this whole time, this whole time to this day, when they do, you know, sports updates, so-and-so is leading at the Masters, it's always followed with Tiger Woods is six shots back at minus two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, no, it, it is. Yeah. It's a given with the score. You're going to get the leader, and where's Tiger Woods? Yeah, and the I leader's mean, at minus 20, Tiger's at plus eight. <laughs> that's right, exactly. That, but that yeah. still happens today yeah. where it's like Absolutely. that's part of the story. So that kind of tells you the kind of impact he's had on the sport. 
Absolutely. It absolutely changed the game. And uh, yeah. I would hope that HBO does that documentary in the same same vein as like an ESPN 30 for 30, which are very mm. um, eye-opening and very honest. And I think uh, delve deep. And I, HBO, I mean, they're not really afraid to... I mean, they're not going to yeah. pull any punches. So he he doesn't. No, I, I mean, I don't. He, I don't know Tiger Woods, but he doesn't strike me as the kind of person who's going to open up much about it. I don't know. No, so exactly. other people will. Yeah, <laughs> they'll ask other people. Yeah, we'll see. Like he's he's because the the thing is that like he he was in a really dark place. Like he 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 put up some legendary cheating numbers on yeah. on his wife. Like it was like crazy. Yeah. yeah, from what I, from what every well, yeah, everything wasn't that it you're looking at, like or something. Yeah, like it was, it was, it was like, crazy. Like he he had a process where he would like go to restaurants by himself and like hand out phone numbers. Like, do you know how Derek Jeter they hear when De- when when Derek Jeter or, or or Alex Rodriguez would would hook up with the chick that they that at the end of the night he would leave them with like a gift basket with like a bunch of monogrammed like Der- signed baseballs and all this shit. Like it was Tiger Tiger Woods was taken was taken into that level where he had this whole system of like. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I'm really curious to see how de- how detailed they get into that. You know, because like you know this is this was this was some, <laughs> well, what some was, what sociopathic was shit. I don't know, but what there was, must have been one. He was doing it for like ten years. That's yeah. what I mean. Like he was like go. He was like doing it for like he was cheating on his wife for so long and like so egregiously that like if they don't spend. At like least 30 half. minutes, at <laughs> yeah, least right. half an hour on like, you know, like she, the details. It'll just be a cut. It'll just only be like it was it was dramatic. Like it if, was if, it was okay. dramatic. That just big that bring one question to my mind. I've never given it much thought because it's been a long time. But I mean, are you are you telling me that this guy was doing this that much for that long and she had no idea the whole time? Come on. That's a great question. I wish Come I knew the answer to that. I'm not buying judging that. By how, judging by how she reacted, though, you know, from, from what I've heard from the tabloids, I mean, that sounds like that's that sounds like somebody who just found out, you know? Yeah, you know, I mean, it might be, it might be one of those things, too, where I, I, I've watched them with, uh, like, with basketball players' wives uh, shows and stuff like that where they've talked about how, you know I mean, some of them just kind of concede to the fact that they get to live the life they get to live because... Uh, of who they of who they're married to, and unfortunately, that marriage also has that open endedness for for the other person. Um, it might have just reached the point with her where she was like, "Okay, like I said, you could have six, but fuck, like we're at the, we're at nineteen now. Like, who is this new one? You know what I mean? Or maybe it was like, "Hey, I found out about the other eighteen. Are you going to stop? Yeah, I'm going to stop. And then I find out about the nineteenth. Like there, yeah. there had to be some sort of tipping point because. She can fire a mean fucking golf club. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Lord. That's right. Should, we, we should ask our female sure, listeners. She's got a good teacher. I mean, if she's fucking married to Tiger Woods, for God's sakes. Yeah, yeah. We should ask our female listeners if you ever did, like, if you ever were in like a, a, a one night, a one nighter type thing. Is it better or worse if the guy leaves you a gift basket full of monogrammed <laughs> items? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest shit. I, it's, it's like asking for a friend. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was Derek Jeter or if it was if it was a Rod. It was one of them where yeah. like they would go out to a club, they would pick up a girl, and then he like he would have like like 
monogrammed pajama pajamas at his apartment that they would be able to take home with them after and then nice. he would give them a gift basket like with a signed gifts. baseball and a note and like a robe and like I don't know what else you would miss you know, like who the, the hell sh- knows yeah, but. the shame walk with a big sack of, of swag when you're walking <laughs> home is probably not as bad <laughs> I don't know the cute little She's post-it not, cute little post-it like note shit, you know? yeah. <laughs> cute little post-it that's note true. with a baseball innuendo like you really hit it out of the park <laughs> that's true yeah it's better than most one-nighters where it's just like bus fare home sitting on the on the side run. table yes <laughs> home run yeah strike out strike out yeah foul ball thanks for letting me get to third base yeah <laughs> Uh, sorry for trying to steal second. <laughs> you know, uh, you were talking uh, earlier, Penny, about what would make uh, what would make me unfriend somebody. I recall unfriending people um, for posting where uh, uh, ride programs are. Like, if you post, "Hey, there's a ride program at the corner or whatever," I'm going to fucking unfriend you because you're a dick for telling people. Really? It might, it might absolutely, absolutely. I guess a ride program you're providing is one an of those un- things you're providing right an unservice. I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second, because I think that may be, uh, you know, that that could, if it came up in your notifications, it could be the tipping point where you're like, "Mm, I was going to drive. Maybe I won't now. Just saying. Just saying. That's that's really that's playing like the the Lord's advocate, not the devil's advocate. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> but I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, the speed speed trap warning. I'll do the speed trap warning all day with the headlights and shit. But like, yeah, a ride warning is, you know. What are you going to yeah, do? Just, just, well, you know, you don't have your lights to blink for that. I mean, you know, what do you do? Do you do the drinky, drinky motion? <laughs> hang out of the window? <laughs> Swerve a little bit. <laughs> like John Candy in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, yeah, okay. You're going the wrong way. How does he know where we're going? <laughs> I love that movie. Anyway, uh, so, 50, yeah. 5,600 drivers mm. got, uh, wow. this is not a ride program. This is that uh, photo radar thing they had. They were like, right. rotating them around in Hamilton, but they, they had it since, uh, since October 1st. So in the month of October, it got 5,600 speeders um, on that stretch up uh, like Stone Where? Church and yeah. Dartnell area. The, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's, the, that, are yeah, you the, kidding me? That the speed is, in there is fucking, fif- yeah, the speed in there is 50. The yeah. average speed that people were going was 64, like 64 and a half. So 65, essentially. And the, uh, the fastest person was 95, 95. I can, which, I can oh, believe pretty, it. Yeah. No, people fleet. drive like fucking Daytona up there, man. It's, yeah. it's not, it's, it shouldn't be 50. Like, I'm sorry. It should be a little bit higher. That's not. Yeah. It, really, it's it's a mainly commercial area, right? Like, there's yep. not a lot of residences around there. It's four lanes of traffic, I believe. Like, yep. it no should side, be not, it not should. much of a sidewalk, if anything. No, there's yeah, there's not a whole lot else other than car traffic through there. So they should bump that up a little bit. The whole mm. photo radar thing, like I. Uh, I get it, and you know, I mean, you, it, it's 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 written in black and white, literally. If the fucking thing says maximum this, it's the maximum. I get it. Um, I said to my wife though, I'm like, I think they should put those in in areas where the speed limit is 40, because once the speed limit goes down to 40, 
they're serious. Like there's a school around or there's something, there's a reason why it's 40. If you're now going 60, you're a fucking asshole. If it's, if it's a 40, if you're going 60 and a 50, are you an asshole? I don't know. I tried to go They're next. No. They're going to be putting that, uh, that speed thing on Lawrence, uh, coming up. And I live just off of Lawrence and I've tried to drive 50 going down Lawrence. I even put my cruise control on going 50 down Lawrence and just mm. the, just the up and down of the Hills. Sometimes you're going 51. Sometimes you're going 48. Sometimes, you know what I mean? So, uh, I don't know what the ticket is. I, I didn't see anybody post. And I looked on Reddit as well about like, if you got caught going 51 on stone church, was there a ticket or did you just get like a, a notice? Uh, or is it like a $2 ticket? Cause that's a lot of fucking time wasting, uh, administrative work for no, a $2 I, ticket. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that, that's a good question. I mean, you know, with a police officer's discretion, if you're doing 57, there's no way he's pulling you over. But yeah. if you're over, if you're over on a camera, that that's it. I have a question yeah. though. Most of the, if not all of the red light cameras uh, in Hamilton have a sign that says red light camera. Yeah. Right. So why is there not, you know, photo radar ahead? Why is there no such warning for that? Give people a chance. Yeah, I guess. You shouldn't be speeding anyway, right? but like, no, you shouldn't be speeding anyway. And you shouldn't be going through red lights, but, but there as is a reminder that, as a reminder that, yeah. uh, Hey, if you're, if you're going to run a red, don't do it here, asshole, yeah. you know, at, at, <laughs> yeah. and I, I'm assuming that red light cameras are at intersections strategically that are uh, known for uh, running inter- intersections that are known for having reds run just the same as stone church at dartnell i would think is a well-known speeding area where yeah. people go too fast they have the same thing over at my place here in the bridge that goes over um over the 403 king street as it comes into westdale there's yeah. a there's a there's a setup there uh now this isn't photo there's a cop radar. There all this, the this time. Is, yeah there's a, but there's there's a there's a speed enforcement there's there's a radar trap that let's call it what it is there at least three yeah. four times a week because yep. it's a known speeding area so if it's going to be photo radar and there isn't that sort of officer's distract discretion offered like if you're doing 56 on king you're likely not going to get pulled over yeah but if it's if it's just pegging you if you're over 50 if you're doing 51.5 that's that's, that's kind of tough so yeah. there should be there should be in my estimation in my opinion there should be a sign that says photo radar enforced yeah yeah I no agree. i agree i agree right. like i say like, if they were to put it down in the uh like North uh, North Hamilton, you know, North Hamilton, where a lot of those streets are 30. They drop down the, the speed limit to 30. Mm. If you're speeding in there, for sure, like there's a reason that they've made it so low. Some of the roads that are 50, like you said, like going across that bridge and they do clearly do it strategically because it seems like every time I'm like, uh, no, I'm not going to make that red. I'm not going to make that light. And I end up hitting my brakes in the last second. My it'll, it'll always be at a place where there's a photo radar. And it's like, oh, fuck. yeah, like, there's a reason they have that. When you go across that bridge over the 403, there's just something about the way everything just kind of opens up after you've gotten off of the gauntlet of King and you're just like, oh, I can speed for sure. Oh, no, I can't. There's a cop right there. Yeah. So they do. Uh, they do a good job with the placement of those things. Yeah. The, ra- the radar trap, the police officer, human being enforced radar thing, there shouldn't be a warning for. But the photo one, I really think there should be, be- for yeah. that very reason that there's no discretion at all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, give people. Yeah, that's a good point. Give people a chance. Hey, if you're going 51, you're going to get a ticket. So just slow down. Yeah, just yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They just could make just sure put a light you're doing there, 50. too. <laughs> just put a light there, yeah. a stop sign, and there you go. Yeah, sure. Or do what they do in North End Hamilton. Put a traffic calming bump every 10 fucking yards. And make this... <laughs> 
Make the, yeah, don't, that North End Hamilton thing is totally bogus, 30 kilometers an hour and a speed. You know what that is? That, really there, there's a reason for that. It's because the people who live there are dicks. That's why. <laughs> and they have been, they have been advocating so long. No, I'm serious. People in that North End don't, don't want you there. They don't want visitors. They don't want traffic. And that's all fine and good. But do you have to make it that fucking difficult for me to drive into North End Hamilton? Do you really? It's so slow. When you're going 30 and you hit a speed bump, you actually do kind of roll back when you hit the top. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, give it, I'm sorry. Give it a little when, bit, Mark. When, when, when a guy in a scooter is passing me on the sidewalk, you've gone a bit too far. <laughs> on the <Come> sidewalk. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Really. When a guy in a bicycle helmet on a scooter passes me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, that's it's a bit much. But, yeah, getting back to the whole um, radar thing, slow the fuck down. That's all. <laughs> like really fair enough just, just slow down fair um, enough was there anything else we had to look at today oh one other quick find I had or Chris did you have something yeah I had one thing too yeah yep. but, go, um, go for it uh, what, what I was going to say was uh, we're just following up on our Jeopardy conversation that oh we yeah, had. yeah 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 mm-hmm. um, so there's we, we were we were uh, briefly talking about who could possibly replace uh, Alec Trebek. I mean, it's it's a little it's a little soon to be having this discussion, to be honest. But but it doesn't mean that the people online aren't already having it. Yeah, uh, of course. And uh, sports betting. Uh, it's a sports betting website has the odds for uh, who <laughs> really? they believe is going to nice. be replacing the betting odds. So uh, rounding out number one, and this is just we we did touch on a couple of these. Um, Rounding in the number one spot, so plus one hundred is Ken Jennings, mm-hmm. previous champion. It's ridiculous. Um, the second, but he's a huge favorite, plus 100, so it's like not even, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's almost um, Second place is LeVar Burton. I love from that Reading pick. Rainbow. Yeah. And I love that he's Canadian, too, so it, it just adds that extra little Pretty bit sweet. more. A little bit That's more. That's probably what's helping him, too, is the fact that Trebek was Canadian. Yeah. yeah. You, know, third, you never know. Third is George Stephanopoulos. He's a news eh, anchor. Boring. A news anchor and was uh, the White House. Um, Press secretary for George W. Bush. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Number four is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, I feel like he would be. That's a great a little, pick, actually. Yeah. Like it would be. It would be interesting. Um, but is that too? Is it too beneath him? Like, is that like making Einstein the fucking uh, host of like Match Game? <laughs> It just seems like he'd be too busy to do. Like I feel like the Jeopardy, the 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 Jeopardy schedule is very demanding and requires a lot of commitment. That, that that's one thing holding me back. Like if I was going to bet, I'd be looking at all the things that all these other people are doing. Um, there's a guy named Alex Faust. Faust. I don't know who he is. It looks like I he's a no sportscaster. Uh, he's he's right after Neil deGrasse Tyson, so that's got to mean something. Um, and then a couple of the other ones. Just to, just to roll through, not just so I don't want to spend too much time. Ryan Seacrest is a plus eighteen hundred. Oh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel is plus twenty five hundred. No, no. Steve Harvey, my pick, is plus four thousand. <laughs> um, Oprah Winfrey is plus ten thousand, oh and God. and plus one hundred thousand is Donald Trump. <laughs> 
Yeah. What about, okay. what about Bill Nye? Bill Nye, the ah, science you guy. You just stole my thunder. Oh, I was sorry. just about to say, what about Bill Nye? Seriously. Yeah. You're a good pick. Probably doesn't have yeah, much on the go. on there, yeah. As you were that's listing the names off, when you said Neil deGrasse Tyson, hmm. like, what about Bill Nye? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Joe Rogan's on there, but really, de- like, I don't, there's no way Joe Rogan would want to do something like that. Howard Neil Turner. Patrick Harris <laughs> would be fun. But yeah. I, for me... LeVar Burton's the only way to go. I don't know. I like Ken Jennings is fine, but he just doesn't interest me at all. No, you know, LeVar Burton get it. Like, like maybe he's just not good at it. You know, it's possible that maybe they wouldn't pick him because they don't think he'd actually genuinely be good at it. But like, you know, he's, he's comfortable on TV. He's been doing it forever. People love him. Like, like people loved Trebek, like genuinely loved the guy because he was such a good person and such a dedicated, like community service man. Um, and and I feel like I get the same a similar vibe from from uh, Levar Burton. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he he makes total sense. I think for sure. That's all I got for today, Ben. Did you have something else you wanted to touch no, on? I just wanted to point out something else I found in my travels throughout. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I but I haven't seen this thing in ages. I was unaware I still had it. My BlackBerry. Whoa! Nice, like with the hard keys and everything. I, I and I can't believe like this. This seemed at the time like a big phone. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it did because this was part of that trend towards smaller phones. And here's mm. the here's a side by each comparison of my current wow. Samsung Edge Nine to my BlackBerry. It's quite a difference. So, but I miss this thing. I miss the hard key bo- keyboard. I'm gonna plug it in and see if it works. Just just I miss, out of curiosity. I miss Brick Breaker. <laughs> That's the only thing yeah. I miss on the black, BlackBerry. <laughs> in the meantime, we'll just set it in the basket here with the. Uh, with the <laughs> Nichino. That's Ben's, that's Ben's uh, gift basket for his one night stand. Here, here you go. Bring this home with you. <laughs> All right, guys. See you guys. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.